yo, yo. Oh, day two. Back at it. Ben, how you feeling? You sunburned yet? I got a little sunburn yesterday, and I'm going to let you know I did not apply any today. And so we'll see. Let me tell I you, do. man. What if it's not the sun that gives you skin cancer? What if it's sunscreen God. that gives you skin cancer? I got some YouTube videos you need to watch, okay? Eye wide open, baby. Third eye <laughs> wide open. Andy's pretty open. woke over there. Super woke. Um, which we appreciate on this pod. So welcome to WokeCast. Uh, this is Andy Gatelli. Benjamin T. Walker. Actually, this is Boys Will Be Boys. Live from Oxnard, California. Day two of Dallas Cowboys training camp. A little Correct. more of a little more low key today, Ben. Yeah, we we got there a hair late because we did not realize that the population of the people coming in was going to double today. I mean, it was what at least yeah, it was it was packed. Today. We had to park like a mile away and then take a shuttle to camp. Yeah. So we got. We got there at 3.30, but then we had to go back and park in the right place. And so when we finally got there, it was probably like 4.15. So we probably got to see like an hour and 20 minutes of practice, um, which honestly didn't end up being that big of a deal today. Um, just a lot a lot of guys missing for one reason or another. Um, yeah, so quick update. When we left on the pod last night, we had mentioned that Zach Martin was out getting an MRI, which is always a scary thing. Scary. And uh, luckily that came back today that um, it doesn't appear to be anything big. He has a, um, what they say, something in his disc, which I know sounds Swollen bad. disc or something yeah, like that? Yeah, agitated disc, I yeah. think's what they said. Agitated, so they're just so. going to try to take that easy, I guess. He, we, he wasn't out there today. No. Um, he was on the field, though. I yeah, mean, he just wasn't obviously Every, practicing. All the guys are, the good thing is, that, like, we don't, even the guys that are injured, none of them are, like, home or anything like that we had tank out there had byron out there uh zach was present um frederick was out there back in pads which is good to see yeah so all those guys were out um frederick was back in he had his day off yesterday um today a lot of people had the day off though like we said witten had a veterans day today randall cobb had a veterans day today um offense was was running very shorthanded yeah today. so T- tyron smith had a veterans day today so he wasn't playing and as we already said zach martin wasn't so a lot of big names on that uh and then apparently was um, there playing. was there was a bunch of media frenzy because mari cooper left practice early i instantly saw tweets that were like is he is he being traded <laughs> is he in contract negotiations is he seriously injured um, from what it sounds like, Amari had like a kind of a bruised heel issue yesterday. It was aggravating him during practice, um, and it was just precautionary. They just took him out early today. Yeah, he, he left about twenty minutes early. It's funny we noticed probably like thirty, forty minutes in. Andy looked at me and he goes, "Have you seen Amari today?" And I was like, "Oh no, I guess not." And then at the very end of practice, we saw him walking around. Yeah. So he there, was he there was, was a lot there. of compete today. There's a lot of seven on seven and eleven on eleven drills that we watched. Um, and the first team offense was like Dak. Jarwin, because Witten had the day off. Mm-hmm. Um, Tavon, John Vea Johnson was running with first team. Gallup. Michael, yeah, Gallup was, you saw a lot of Gallup today because, like Which, we said, hey, pretty much his. not going to bother me. Like I said, with no Zeke, no Witten, no Mari, and no Cobb, that pretty much leaves Michael Gallup as the, the sole Which Which wasn't bad, and Gallup had some really great reps. Um, first team offense struggled mightily today. In the two-minute drill, they got shut completely down. I don't think they – I think they made one first down on a Dak scramble in yeah. the two-minute drill portion. Um, defense was missing D-Law and uh, 
Byron Jones, but still absolutely dominated the offense. Which, by the way, I got a great picture today. Tank was maybe five yards from us just at one point. Just dripping. Just gold chain, gold aviator chain. stunner shades, just out there dancing to the rap music while they were practicing. Giving lots of good advice. Like, um, It's good to see. He's really taking on that, that leadership role. He's out there talking to Tristan Hill. He's out there talking to him and Malik Collins. Spend a lot of time kind of to the side doing like kind of one-on-one, like, little, like, hey, you should put your hand placement here. Like, you want to do this stuff. Talking stunt. to Rod pretty much all yeah. practice. Standing right next to Rod as if he's kind of like yeah. the defensive cap. I mean, he's he is the defensive captain. And he was hyped when the defense got a turnover, which uh, we have a great video of Xavier Woods had a nice interception today, and Tank was getting talking shit to the offense when that happened, so... Um, it was cool though. That was probably my highlight, honestly. Yeah. Uh, so who like did you? So it was shorthanded on both ends of the field. Yes. Who did yes. you see? Who did? Who had a good day today? So with the first team, the big one was was um, it was probably Gallup. I mean, we just saw a lot yeah. of him. Um, he had know. a really cool. Um, he had a really cool like slant route that he then took through a gap in the defense in the secondary and and took the distance for a TD that was really cool. Um, and and continued to make kind of contested catches in traffic. Um, he continues to impress me with his route running and his hands. Uh, and he's got, I don't know if he has that elite vertical speed. It's hard to tell when they're when they're only playing on a 30-yard field. Um, but as far as his like speed over short distances and being able to take cuts hard enough to get defenders off of him, um, he did really, really well. And he was going up against Cheeto, who that's the number one corner on the team right now. Um we also saw some good action from like the second and third team guys. Uh, Jordan Chun. Yeah, I think they had a lot of reps with second and third team because the scrimmage tomorrow. Yeah, that's kind of. I'm thinking that's my guess why we just didn't see a lot of big names out there. Um, so really, the first team. I I don't know if you have anything to report, Andy, on on anybody else that flashed. I mean, like I said, Gallup was really involved. Dak was... It showed some design run from Dak that I liked. Um, They used the pre-snap motion as misdirection to pull the defense off and then give Dak running lanes, which I think is a great idea, and he... all Like, most of the significant yardage plays we saw Dak pick up were via that. Um, Other than that, first team, I mean, Tavon had one really good catch where he kind of floated to the back backside and Dak ran bootlegged all the way to the right and then tossed it back yeah. across the formation to uh, Tavon. A Brown and, we and also Jordan saw Lewis had, had a, some some conversation with each other yeah, after that. Yeah. And then we saw Tavon had a really ugly drop. Like yeah, very noticeably hit him right in the hands. Like that was not good. Um but other than that, first team um first team defense, you know, Jalen and L V E continue to look very impressive. Um, they definitely had the better of them today again. Yeah, absolutely. Defense just continues to get totally unregulated pressure on the offense. And if that's because yesterday they were missing a lot of linemen, today they got at least Frederick back, but they didn't have Tyron, and then they lost all their weapons. So it's really difficult to gauge how good the offense is. And even when Dak had time, it was just it was pretty good coverage. I mean, with no Amari and no Cobb, I mean, you really see see that offense. You remember – I mean, you remember the offense last year before – Amari yeah. came in. That's what it looked That's like. That's what it looked like. Yeah. That's what, it, and no Zeke. So yeah. it's even worse than it was at that point. So yeah. no Amari and no Zeke. That first team offense is going to look pretty, pretty goddamn mediocre. And first team offense looked pretty bad. And then, but first team defense dominated. And then they let first team, some first teamers stay in against the second team offense. And they immediately took the ball away. Um, they pressured Cooper Rush until he was flushed out of the pocket. He tried to toss one downfield and Xavier Woods came away with the easiest interception of his life. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was that was cool. Um, I haven't noticed much on the you know the crush Mike Davis battling for second third string. We briefly mentioned it on last night's pod. I think preseason is going to determine the the games themselves are yeah. going to determine that. Haven't but. seen much of the fourth quarterback. I know they signed a guy for camp. Oh, he yeah, he wasn't. Getting Devin any seen reps. him. Here's an interesting one though. Um, you know, we we kind of joke about it, but there's a lot of uh, interest. Let's call it Enrico gathers. <laughs> So Witten's out today. Um, we saw Jarwin run with first team. We saw Schultz, who had a good day. I saw some good yeah. plays from Schultz, run with second team. And then a guy that I'm not super familiar with. Um, Cody McElroy? Cody McElroy, run with third team. So in a, in, on a day where tight ends were getting a lot of reps, they were using multiple tight ends, and Witten wasn't out, wasn't out on the field, Rico Gathers did not get a single snap in the compete period. He was yeah, not on I, the field for a 7-on-7 seven seven or 11-on-11 11 11 snap. I only saw him once because... He was, either, on, he was on the punt block. You or Ryan play. pointed him out to me, and I just laughed. Yeah. Like, there's Rico. He, he was out there for the... He was out there on, uh, like, to block for a kick. And that was it. Did he have that tip catch? That's that. what our producer just asked. I don't know. I, I didn't if he that. did, then great for him but but he wasn't it, when it was actually seven on seven or eleven on eleven zero rico gathers today yeah um, at the end of the day though i mean he so wasn't i, even I gotta reps. think that means that rico's on his way out um we saw taco charlton um he was running with the second team defense um but mm-hmm. was what but continued to kind of be all off on the sideline getting to talking to from rod um you know there's been a lot of media coverage around the fact that rod kind of had a what they called a man's talk with uh, this this offseason, like Rod came to him and was like, look, man, like you are incredibly naturally gifted. We drafted you in the first round for a reason, but you're going to have to do X, Y, and Z for us to continue this. And I have to say so far in camp, I have not noticed Taco Charlton on a single play. I was the one preaching patience with Taco. I knew just his rookie year he wasn't going to have a good or even a great year. Very few D linemen are impactful as rookies. Um, even J.J. Watt was – somewhat quiet um, Marcus Lawrence Demarcus Lawrence didn't have a sack and then he had two in the playoff game but even he didn't really emerge till his contract year was his pro bowl year before that he was he had a good third year but he emerged his fourth so part of me is is saying maybe he just needs the time but I also remember Lawrence getting the reps and like people being like oh Lawrence looks good like or like Randy Gregory like no this kid's got talent I don't ever hear anybody say that from the coaching staff to beat writers that well in spurts you actually see how talented he is like I just don't even hear that chat with Randy or Lawrence you never had attitude or effort issues ever there was no healthy scratch for Lawrence or Randy Randy's had all the off off the field issues in the world around his his weed use and things like that but when he's on the field and he's in the facility, everyone's just always like the kid's a freak, and if he can never keep it together, he's incredibly good. So, remains the the jury's still out on Taco Charlton. The team hasn't given up on him yet, but he certainly hasn't shown them enough to have them putting it's him a big, in prime. This is situations. a big off season for him yeah. because it's not a guarantee that he is a roster spot. They he's in a very crowded, very talented. And that's what I mean. Position that, group. That's probably the you ask any of these beat writers, and even we're out there. You just look at the names. I mean, probably the deepest position on this team right now is defensive line yeah absolutely so okay i mean if randy doesn't play it gives him a little bit more chance but um when you have guys like dorrance armstrong who is making a a great splash at this camp um 
you know, former fourth round guy who people kind of took a flyer on. Um, he beat Tyron Smith in one on ones. Mm-hmm. People are very impressed with him right now. Yeah. Um, anyone you see, you know, we, we, we didn't, I haven't still really haven't seen Robert Quinn snaps. I don't know. I've been looking for him, but no, I know he didn't play yesterday. We but. even heard some chatter today from the media that maybe, um, you know, Robert Quinn's a bigger name than a talent at this point. Like maybe he's lost a step. He maybe is much there's older. There's a reason you got him for a late round, round pick. pick. He had six sacks last year, but he was across the field from, he was across from Cameron Awake. So if he gives you six, I mean, that's what we got from Randy last year. So that's probably what you're looking at. So we'll see what happens there. Um, so tomorrow's the blue and white scrimmage. Um, promises to be very interesting. The 11 on 11 we watched today with the first teamers was fun. If they have more of the completed team, we'll have a better idea of kind of what we're looking at. Um, I'm really interested to see. We've seen everything we wanted to see, just not all together. So we saw some of the new offensive scheming. We saw mm-hmm. some of the new offensive for- formations. Mm-hmm. But we saw it in like 7-on-7 seven seven or like kind of in limited action. We've seen the new offensive weapons, but not all on the field at the same time. And we haven't gotten to see all the weapons on the field at the same time with the the full offensive line and with the new scheme. We haven't gotten to see the whole package. So I am hopeful that tomorrow at the blue and white scrimmage, we'll get to see the whole thing. That's my hope. Yeah, I I do too. I, I, I think tomorrow is going to be the most fun day. I yep. really do. And we'll get to see. I don't know how the scoring will work. Like, I don't know how they'll, they'll kind of break it up if they'll just – go ahead and kick off or just start from the 20 first team goes and second team goes but either way i mean it'll be it'll be cool so we'll we'll report back on on how that worked who's getting reps with what what team and and that'll kind of give us an idea of where they think people are on the depth chart um i want to talk about running back which is an open open book with with zeke obviously absent yeah and there's before anyone asks there's no update at all on the Zeke story total silence from everyone it's kind of just a holding pattern um it's it seems to it seems to be at least from my perspective and you can you give me your take on this as well that given that he has so much time left on the contract and all that other stuff it seems like this Tuesday deadline doesn't mean much to him like the whole August 6th he loses at a accrued year whether he has 2 years or 3 years left on the contract for the move he's making right now doesn't seem to really be as big of a sticking point and you quoted Jerry the other day in saying, you know, deadlines close deals. And there's really no deadline for this. Maybe the start of the season means something to everyone involved. Um well, you think that I just it's shades of Levion right now, man. Yeah, it's hard to it, like like I've said it's, before. It's just a question you will would Zeke you can't know Hold what out. the two sides are until, until, like, we don't know. It could be right now that the Cowboys are going, Zeke, we're going to give you $8 million a year. And he's going, no, that's ridiculous. And that and he would be right. That would be ridiculous. That's less than, you know. Well, don't get Cowboys Twitter analytics going. They would say okay. eight's too much. All right, sure. But you know what I mean. Like, yeah. for, for market value, that's too low. It could be that the Cowboys are offering plenty and Zeke's going, no, I'm I'm – I catch 70 balls a year, and I account for 70% of the offense. I want $20 million a year. So without knowing who's asking for what, the Le'Veon situation was a little different because it was public knowledge that the Steelers had offered him $15 million a season. And he had said no to that. That's not enough. Well, Le'Veon, to Le'Veon's credit, he'd also played on the franchise tag once. Yeah. Like, Zeke hasn't even approached this. This is the first we've really seen of it. We don't know how serious he is about it other than he wants a new deal. And I mean, the Cowboys said they're not going to set the market. He's, 
I don't really want him to get Gurley or Le'Veon money. I mean, you kind of broke down. If he gets an extension at Le'Veon, okay. Like, I'm okay because by the time it's up, that'll still be – he'll still be in his 20s and he'll still be – he could be a productive back throughout. It's not like paying a 20 – like DeMarco, who was, what, 28, 29 when he came out of 2014. Like, you just weren't going to pay him top dollar that he was going to get. Zeke, at least, is still really young. Um, I think an extension – you're going to have a, a window as long as he's elite, and this O-line is still really young, we kind of forget. Yeah. Dak is still really young. Amari, assuming that deal gets done, is young. So you have a good window right now. So I think— They did ask Dak. They I'm said, okay with him getting that longer. They extension. asked Dak yesterday, like, how will this team look offensively if there's no Zeke? And Dak's response was, um, we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, he's like, that's, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen is what he said. Now, we also know that Dak is like— a politician. Dak's never going to give you the juicy soundbite. So Dak if, is he could have so texted he could have media texted, polished is insane. He could have texted Zeke yesterday and Zeke's like, "Yeah, dog, I'm talking to the Jets. I'm not like I'm out." And Dak wouldn't reveal that. So we have no idea what that really. If that sheds light on anything, we have no idea. Um, but for the most part it seems like the the general vibe is that people are not worried. Well, it's also day 6. This is their 6-day practice. The second day we've been here like I just don't think alarms are going off yet. Like, once everyone realized, okay, he's not going to show up, okay, he hasn't shown up yet, you know, we'll, we'll see. It, it's going to be a consistent question. He's not Snapchatting from a jet ski. Yeah. <laughs> which is refreshing. Or putting out rap albums. If Zeke drops a rap album, then we're in trouble. Or going, into the, going into the studio with Wiz Khalifa. So he hasn't also done that. concerning. No, no blonde mustache yet on Zeke Elliott. God, I hope not. So, we'll see what happens there. Um, but... In his absence, yes. Yeah, so back so has anyway, been up we in the air a little we, bit. we took that tangent a little bit. Um, so yeah, running backs. Um, I keep waiting to see Pollard. He was kind of a no show today. Did not see Pollard at all today. I didn't see him. He for us. I mean, honestly, I haven't seen. He may not have been practicing for yeah. some reason. But he, I saw I saw two touches no, yesterday. That's true. He was doing punt returns early. Yeah. yeah. So he was practicing today, but I didn't see him in any of the the first, second, nope. the two minute we saw, drills. We saw a lot of Darius Jackson and a lot. of... Of Jordan Chun. So that's what I wanted to go with. So no one's really looked that good of the running backs. They all just look like guys, whether that's Alfred Morris, Darius Jackson. Like I said, we haven't even noticed Pollard. But the guy who had a really nice day was, yeah, um, 46, uh, Jordan Chun. He has Alfred Morris's old number, and uh, he's out he's, of Troy. He's breaking off a couple <laughs> big ones, dude. He, he went he – took, he took a – a, he took went left, cut back against the grain, and went up the sideline for forty. Yeah, forty yard touchdown. Like it was nothing. Long. And then in the two minute drill, the first team offense we already talked about got stuffed. So did the second team offense, and then the third team offense scored, and he was in one of the reasons in, in three plays, and, and he scored, and he had two of the three touches. Yeah, and he had the touchdown run. So yeah. um, that kid flashed. I mean, I think he's a camp body, but. And and is he is he flashing because he's playing against the third team right, defense? Right. Absolutely. That's but I mean he's it. going he's probably the guy who's gonna get a shit ton of carries in week preseason one. Yeah, for sure. So right now, Darius Jackson, Alfred Morris, this Jordan Chun kid, these are who you have at running back. Um for those who say that anyone can run behind this line, I'll say that the running game has not looked impressive no. with Zeke. And not they're not even there. really hitting right now. They're no. just not having room. No, not at all. And this isn't a matter of like the holes are there and these guys aren't hitting them. They're getting hit in the backfield. Like they're not. There's there's nothing doing. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, I I 
if I'm Zeke Elliott and I have spies at camp, which I'm sure Zeke has some some you know, way so Do you think updates. Zeke's tuned in, or do you think Zeke doesn't give a shit at I, all? I don't think he's doing what we're doing. He's not on Twitter <laughs> looking at videos of like, oh, what's uh, what's what's Alfred Morris's reps looking like here? But <laughs> I do think he's probably talking to you know, his, these are his friends. You know, like if okay, sure. like in we played high school sports together. If one of us had been like in some kind of beef where we didn't play, we would have been still talking and be like, hey, like, you know, I used to score all the goals from, you know, this position. How's that position look now? And if someone's like, well, you know, we miss you, man. And I'm like, all right, cool. That helps me. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you yeah, were kind of you were kind of like the the Zeke Elliott of Division Two high school Texas lacrosse. I wish I was more like the the Cole Beasley. I was like just a solid role player. Um, and then quit the team and talked a bunch of shit. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Shout out Cole, you were cool, man. Sorry about that. He was cool when he was here. He's kind of well, you know. Hey, we've we've Buffalo's so tight. Buffalo's the weak. Oh, Shits on Dallas. These facilities are so sick. <laughs> Whatever, Cole. Have Whatever, man. See you on Thanksgiving. I mean, best bum. of luck. Best of luck in <laughs> Buffalo, man. Um, and yeah, so running back, as we said, nothing there. Jordan Chun, though, good day. He's really the only person outside of Gallup that I even peeped eyes on that had a fantastic day. Gallup continues to impress, though, man. Like, I mean, everyone else was just kind of, honestly, I don't want to sound like there, nothing happened, but it was kind of a nothing it, day. It, it really was. The, the offense... Got dominated all day. Defense, while missing several big playmakers, still pretty much shut everyone down. It, but it wasn't like huge sacks and like flash plays. It was just kind of like pass breakup. Pass, pass break. breakups are like blanket coverage to the point where there was nothing open and the quarterback would scramble for six yards and get out of bounds. So it was just like a lot of suffocating defense, which you like to see. Um, but yeah, I think tomorrow we'll learn a lot more about both sides of the equation with kind of a more more complete view of the yeah we'll see who's getting held out um i've been looking and i haven't seen any updates i would assume zach martin will be held out for sure i'm we'll see with amari i wouldn't be surprised if they held him out too just because he's doing the nag mcgovern was again doing rehab he hasn't come back and you gotta you gotta think that amari has some say in these things and with him coming up in a contract year if he was signed for seven more years, he's probably like, I What's can the, I mean, even though it was scrimmage for us, like it's a big day, we're coming out there, they're like, they haven't even touched preseason week one. It is weird. I, I think that's one thing is that you kind of see more of at training camp is like, the whole spectacle is very odd because it's like, they're yeah. having practice. It's truly practice. Like, they're out there having water breaks and <laughs> just doing basic blocking stuff, but it's a bunch of millionaires. And when they make a practice rep, they catch like a six-yard pass people erupt in applause and yell their names. So the whole thing is very surreal, I'm sure. And then they have to constantly worry about if someone takes a weird nick, falls in a weird way. I mean, we've seen it with other teams, these non-contact ACL tears that happen on these shitty practice fields that some teams have, things like that. So well, that's a, a big thing. Of Honestly, like they want to get the work done. They definitely want to work. They want to ru- get the rust off. But you don't want to do it in such a way where you're putting guys at risk, and then you have these, in the background is floating this, like, contract world that all the players exist in, where if they're not signed long-term, then a tiny, tiny little repetitive motion injury or something like that could develop into something serious, and so they have to, like, watch out. They're making a business decision about how hard they go in training camp. Yeah, and to kind of add on that, the spectacle of it all, there was an A-lister there, if you will. Um, We didn't notice, but I saw later people 
putting it out on Twitter. I didn't notice him at all. I don't think you did. We would probably would have said something, but we were pretty close to the field. I normally make fun of everyone that wears jean shorts, so yeah. I would have definitely. <laughs> we were pretty close to the field, like really close to the field at some points if you look at the picture. And apparently Mark Wahlberg was inside the ropes chilling with the team, and I just I never saw him, but he was wearing some jean shorts and a white T-shirt. Which is a big upgrade. <laughs> Yesterday, the celebrity that was at camp was the guy that plays Manny in – Modern Family. So, okay, significant so it, upgrade with Mark Wahlberg coming to camp. Um, Cowboys always have some, some kind of big have time more. Guys. You'll see like Denzel. Like I was gonna say LeBron, LeBron Chris Paul, yeah. LeBron, like Russell Westbrook, y- y- yellow, oh, Eminem, Yellow Beasy, Eminem. Like, dude, dude, these we're the coolest fucking team. So. It is. It is what it is. Like, um, so yeah, guys. Like I said, it was kind of a low key day. Um, it was a lot more crowded, but a lot less happened. They did play to the. The close side to the bleachers today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And a lot of punt return to the close side so the fans could watch that. Um, and they, yeah, they did play a lot more. All the 7-on-7 seven seven and 11-on-11 11 11 action was on the close field so you could watch from the grandstand, which was cool. Um, so we're going to try to get there a little early tomorrow. Camp yes. out in the grandstand yes. so we can get some good action. We're going to try to get you guys some great video clips. Um, we do, we're going to post some on the, the Instagram tonight. Um, we have X's. Uh, Xavier Woods's interception, and we have one of Gallup's really cool crossing pattern touchdowns. So we're gonna throw both of those up there. Probably throw some shots that we got of just like Tank, uh, Tristan Hill, et cetera, et cetera. I got a really good one of Heath for all you goat fans out there. Gosh, um, couldn't get he one looked of Rico. Majestic. I tried to take a picture of Rico, and my my camera just like exploded trying to con- like take in all the majesty that is I, I tried but like no matter how far I zoomed out he's just so big so dude. big <laughs> couldn't, dude couldn't mass get, couldn't handle it it's like him and Connor Williams you just I took a picture of him and it just said my phone instantly was like out of storage it was like a 700 petabyte photo so yeah. couldn't do it it's like it's like a Hubble space telescope photo yeah so so we did not get capture the 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 white rhino there so so yeah so we'll be back tomorrow um, tomorrow's our last day at camp. It's probably our most exciting, like we mentioned, the blue versus white scrimmage. Um, so we'll be out there. We're going to post this tonight. Um, if there's anything you guys want to, you know, especially look out for during the scrimmage, uh, feel free to holler at us either on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. We were, we were more than happy to give you guys a special scouting report. Um, we got some really cool feedback from everyone on Reddit around, um, and thank you for the new followers. Yeah, and, and everyone, you know, we saw like a, a, a nice little spike in the number of listens and the number of subscribers. Thank you guys so much. Like, we would come out here and do this anyway just because it's really cool, but it's honestly just really, really awesome that anyone would take the time to listen to our kind of ridiculous opinions on the Dallas Cowboys. So it, it's very special to us. It means a ton. Yeah, I would echo that. I would, I would definitely agree with my partner over there. So, Andy, heading into tomorrow, real quick. Um, we'll just do three things. What are you looking for tomorrow? Tomorrow, I want to see. I'm I'm hoping to see Dak consistently move the ball up and down the field. I think we've we've seen him do Is some. That, so you, the ones are just Dak in general looking good. The ones, but Dak specifically because he's going to have a long field. We've seen him do a lot of work in this like 25 yard zone. Um, we need to see him move the chains. Um. And hopefully, and if he's missing weapons, then we have to see how he does in that situation. Um, but and as a part of that, my number two is I want to see Gallup really like take over a drive or two. Um, he's shown flashes of just really top level play. He's been the most impressive receiver on the field at times, um, especially when Amari's not out there. Which I guess as the number two receiver, you should be <laughs> the most impressive receiver. Um, but I'm used to the reality of Terrence Williams, where when Des leaves. 
we don't have any receivers. So um, I want to see Dak do well. I want to see Amari um, really establish himself as this kind of go-to target. Uh, and then I would like to see uh, the offensive line kind of find that cohesion. I feel like with all the absences, whether it's Zach and Frederick or Tyron, um, I know they all probably won't be out there at the same time. But if we can get two of the three, I'd like to see the line show some uh, some push. And uh, they've just been getting just reamed by the defensive line all week. So seeing the offensive line. So I guess my answer is every level of the offense here. So quarterback, yeah. offensive line, and dominant receiver play, especially with the new scheme that they're going to be out there with. I'm ready to see the whole machine work in concert and, and put in some work. What about you? Yeah, number one, I really want to see Pollard do something before we leave. Um, I've just been hearing too much about him when we came, and his first couple days, I guess, were really impressive. Like I said, we're only on day six out here, so obviously a rookie not making an impact every single day is not the end of the world. I just I would like to see it because I want to see what this kid can bring to to the table. Um, so that's my number one. Um, number two, I not that I want the offense to play bad because this is tough. You know, it's almost like you're rooting against one side, but I want to see some picks, man. They had yeah. a. We had one today with X. There was a, a nice play where uh, uh, Michael Jackson, the, the corner for you, he had a beautiful tip up in the air, but uh, McElroy actually made the – Really the great snag by him. Yeah. Incredible heads-up play. Diving yeah. – uh, like kind of like they tipped it. It kind of bounced around in the air, and McElroy just like snagged it two-handed as he fell down on like the two- or three-yard line. It was a great play. Yeah, so even if it's not the uh, – even if it's not Dak throwing the picks, then even the twos and threes. I'd love to see some turnovers. Um, and then number three, I guess just I'll, I'll keep an eye on scheme, just play calling. Yeah. I want to see if we're doing how much pre-snap movement we're doing. Are we doing bunch? Are we moving Amari if he's playing? Obviously, is he going to be in the slot outside? So, like, so it sounds like, creative. I mean, this will be no surprise, but like we're not worried about the defense. They look great even yeah, without their two best players. So most of our Crawford didn't play today either. Yeah. So even so, defense. I think we're all pretty pretty confident in their abilities, especially once they add two of two all pros back into the lineup. What we need to see is some life out of the offense. And obviously, they've been hamstrung by absences, whether it's on the line or in the receiver core or the best offensive player on the in the entire team and maybe in the division and Ezekiel Elliott. Um, but. We need to see some some life there, or else we're going to have a redo of last year, first eight weeks, where we're just getting eaten up because we can't score more than 12 points. So, well, long wish list for the offense. They've done a lot of red zone drills, I've noticed, too, which is, I'm glad. I mean, one of the biggest things we complained about the offense was the fact that we were just abysmal in the red zone. We were, what, I think 29th or 30th in touchdown percentage in the red zone. Um, I'll try like and find 50%. that stat, but yeah, it was, it was bad. And that's, that's really the thing. If, if we can just improve there, if Kellen's offense can just get creative enough to get somebody isolated with a mismatch or misdirection to give Zeke some room or whoever, um, that would be, that would be perfect. So, um, absolutely. This team scores one more time per game. I mean, you're looking at double digits in yeah, wins I mean, they only average. What do we hear today? 22 points a game? 23, 24 points a game, yeah. And so, yeah, I mean. And their defense has given up 19 all year. Yeah. So, you can win a lot. So, offense you, needs, basically, offense, we're not worried about the D. We, we want to see D the offense great. pull the way. Offense needs to put it together. And really, we saw the offense move at will at times last year. It's just they couldn't finish drives. Yeah. 
So that's what I want to see tomorrow. If, if the ones, I'll just add a little caveat. If the ones get in the red zone or the twos or whoever, I want to see that red zone offense finish the Need job. Need to see finishing. Because in the two-minute drill, they all stalled. They got It looked ugly. So that is what we'll be looking for tomorrow. We're going to be out there a little early. Probably we'll be out there around 2, maybe a little beforehand. Um, the scrimmage starts at 3.30, and this is Pacific time, obviously. And we will be back uh, at the crib by probably a little bit after 6. And we'll go ahead and knock out a podcast for you guys. So you will have video and a podcast update on the scrimmage. Um, I believe they're streaming the scrimmage as well. So yeah, you can, you I don't know where. I don't know where, but I, I'm sure it's on DallasCowboys.com. The Cowboys are the most covered team in yeah. maybe the world, so, but definitely the NFL. So, so definitely like watch the stream, go check that out, and then maybe listen to our podcast for just our takes on it, if if it's worth it, and maybe just listen to it so you can make fun of how bad say, our takes. Yeah, are. Yeah, share commentary with us. If you disagree with us, man? Please let us know. I would. Lo- I'll read your take online. We'll, read, funny we'll read your insults. We will do it. We don't. Yeah. We don't get that much. We don't get that yeah. much uh, hate, so like even a little bit of it, we're like, okay, I can take this, so not a big deal. So yeah, we will be back tomorrow. Um, as always, guys, please feel free to like, subscribe, rate the podcast. It does a ton for us in the constant war against the Apple algorithm. Um, we will be back tomorrow, uh, a little bit after 6, from Oxnard, California. Uh, as always, this is Andy Gatelli. Benjamin T. Walker. This has been Boys Will Be Boys. Take it easy. Let's go to Pirates. Peace. Peace.